It's Podcast Unlocked, episode 239. The recording is working. I'm your host, Mitch Dyer. It's my last Podcast Unlocked of all time. No! Why did that Are sound so insincere? Are you the so ghost insincere? of Marty no. Sleva? Yeah, I'm not insincere at all. I'm, I'm devastated that Mitch is leaving. That's why he's dead. That's why, oh, that's why he he's died. a ghost. Yeah, I he's passed away. Devastated. Uh, devastated. I like that. Marty hey, Sliva. I'm Alana Pierce. That's <laughs> Alana Pierce. That's not how introing works. Ryan McCaffrey is out this week. He's on vacation. We wish him the best, but now this is our show. Oh, remember? Yeah. I feel like once a year, you and I get to do a show, and it's usually a giant disaster. Oh, it's great because we don't. Um, no, this have, show's going to be beautiful. There's no structure, there's yeah. no order. There's, uh, I don't think there's a trivia question. There's definitely no trivia, but there is a very big surprise. Mm-hmm. Okay. For Marty. So let's talk about the fact that on your last show, you guys prepared a surprise for me. It's because when we encountered the surprise, we were like, oh, we we'll should. We'll get there. We should do a thing. Yeah. We'll you get know there. what? That's a As surprise. As an later. entire bird and a bird and a backpack enter the room. Uh, yeah, we, uh, we mutated a bear. A live bear enters the room. And, uh, and the congratulations, you're going to meet Banjo and Kazooie. They're not real. What about Tui? <laughs> I don't like Tootie. Is Tootie a different person? No, Tootie is no. a character. Tootie? Yeah, Tootie is Tootie's a character. Tootie is the Why is it called Banjo Tootie? Have I been wrong? No, it's, no, it's Banjo Tootie because it's a cute play on I get, Banjo Tootie. I get and the then fun. Banjo 3 was going to be Banjo 3, but then they were like, you know what? Yeah, what if we made bolts. it a racing game? Nuts and bolts. Make a car. I'm still really angry about that. That game's stupid. Look, I prefer if we just didn't talk about it. So let's uh, just sit here in silence for the next time. Angry Pigs was better. Angry Pigs? What a stupid pig Angry Birds spinoff game was. <laughs> where you built cars and stuff. and you just What was that? <laughs> nasty, like Nasty Na- Swines or something? What was that game called? Is that a serious thing? <laughs> no, no, there was an Angry yeah. Birds spinoff where you were the bad pigs, naughty dirty, pigs. Dirty oinks. Oh, dirty little oinkers. <laughs> I, they're making a movie about Angry Birds. Curly tailed yeah. boys. Yeah, I saw the trailer in front of Batman. Or not it Batman, looks really racist, if I'm being perfectly really? honest. Really? Uh, the trailer I saw only had the little baby birds singing songs, and they were pretty cute. Oh, well, that's nice. That doesn't sound racist. I didn't have the, it didn't have the bird with the Ku Klux Klan outfit. <laughs> 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 you, didn't, you didn't get that cut of the trailer? No, that one, that one was actually in front of Batman versus Superman. on the posters. <laughs> We're not talking about that. All right. Either. I guess we should do Let's an actual show. talking about things I hate. Ku Klux Klan. Oh, Klux, because it's birds. Oh, I said Ku <laughs> because, oh, that works out well. Wow. No, stop. Please stop. Okay. All right, moving on. Uh, let's get past the racist segment of the show and talk about some Xbox <laughs> video games. I went to uh, Microsoft's Build Conference today. Mitch, mm-hmm. I literally don't know what that is. Uh, that's because you're not a developer. And if you're a developer of, like, you don't know me. of apps, are you are you an app developer? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> well, then there was some good news. Some good news. Uh, yeah. Good news out of the build conference today. You can now use your Xbox One as a dev kit to build some apps. Cortana so you don't is coming need to, to get a dev kit Xbox? No, right. You can so use... you just use huh. your machine and you That's turn it into cool. dev mode. It is cool. Uh, it's totally meaningless to us because we have no idea how to do anything with that. But how to do dev apps. Yeah, and what it's this is less important for games. And I talked to Phil Spencer about this a little bit, but it's less crucial to games. Like ID is still a thing for devs who want to make games for mm-hmm. Xbox. This is more for people who are like, Oh, uh, I want to ask my Xbox because Cortana's coming. So now you're getting like much more capable voice command stuff. Mm-hmm. So you say, hey, Cortana, what's the traffic like today? And she'll check the apps that you have. And like via Microsoft's like insane robot technology, she will be able to communicate with other bots of various companies using like your Xbox or Skype or whatever to communicate with third-party robots to get you answers to questions. That's to incredible. Run your life. Like the demo we saw was crazy. Um, there's not a ton of stuff for Xbox yet, but Cortana basically, like in, in a Skype demo on this person's phone, she was like, Oh, I'm going to Dublin. And there was a meeting request that was like, I'm going to this thing in Dublin. And Cortana was like, Oh, you're going to Dublin on these days. 
would you like a hotel on these days? Here's where you stayed last time. Here's the people that live there that you know. And it's like, what? That's incredible. That's This is very scary. And using I mean, all that, she was able to be like, yes, I'd like to book that. Yes, I want this room. Yes, I want these things. I, I misconnect so much. So when I left Australia, I left my Xbox One behind and my Connect behind. And I was like, it's fine. My parents use them as a media player. They were like, the idea of me taking my Xbox One was mortifying to them. So they're like, but how would we watch anything? Mm-hmm. But it's also that uh, it was really heavy. That thing's a, a brick. So. Yeah. so I didn't bring it over with me. And then when I got here, I decided to get a new Xbox, but didn't get it with Connect, just because I was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. I don't think I'd miss it that much. Yeah. And I miss it every single yeah, day. Yeah. Like every Skype single day. Connect is kind of awesome. For uh, I mean, voice commands or gesture commands? My voice commands. I never use the gestures. Yeah. But even for things like go to achievements, like finding the achievements on the Xbox One dashboard is actually kind of complicated or right now. Or taking a screenshot it snaps or recording that. And like, I want to see the actual achievements. Yeah. I want to see my progress. Like, just stop snapping stuff, which is, it's a lot more commands you have to put in to be able to find that portion of the menu. You have to go to your profile and then to achievements. Whereas if you like go to achievements, yeah. it just pops up. Like I really miss Connect all the time. And then the idea of Connect being able to do stuff just outside of video game uses and me launching or pausing yeah, Netflix well, that's is kind of awesome that's to me. That's what Cortana is, is like an extension of that. Like right. the, the idea, A the smarter way, extension of Yeah, because the way it works now is you say Xbox, comma, do something, and it, it hears that string and it activates the trigger and it does the thing. Yeah. Now with Cortana, like Cortana is an AI like it's listening and it's it's aware of other stuff going on on your accounts and your machines and your inbox and it can pull from all these places to give you information wherever you want it uh, yeah so that's what build is build is like the future of Microsoft technology sure that's really place, cool. with the people making it I find it really interesting that connect is pretty much no longer a thing for like actual video game mechanics but it is now I mean it was really good with rise and pretty much nothing else yeah for Xbox One, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, but now it's becoming, it is sort of bridging the gap and turning your Xbox into a very smart PC. I mean, it makes yeah. me wonder with this, like on the comment of, I, because Connect was so easy, I now miss it in a way that I wouldn't have if I'd never had Connect. Like, will that end up happening if I want to book a flight or if I want to see traffic? Will I end up being like, oh, I have to type this yeah, in? Yeah, like when you get a text from Cortana, yeah. being like, hey, do you want me to book like this? Like, oh, cool. if I don't yes, have done. access to a Cortana, even if it's on my Xbox or on my phone, like, is that going to get to a point where it's tedious and annoying, even for the most simple things, because we're used to voice commands? It's also getting treacherously Probably. close to the film Her in basically every way. Also, yeah. they named it Cortana, which is about an AI that becomes rampant and infected. Like, I, like it's sort of like yeah. naming your airline Icarus, and you're like, that's not good. <laughs> no, that I is mean, not good. I mean, Cortana has to die eventually. But she did. Exactly. So the point is that the idea is that the AI deteriorates. So it's like, sure, the Cortana that we have now is Gen 1 Cortana. So maybe, you know, in 10 years, we'll have a different Cortana. No, exactly. And that's exactly. So here's. here's The AI will also get outdated. She's not going to die. Here's how Halo 6 is going to go. Here's the story of Halo 6. Cortana's evil. Oh, no. We have to stop her. But Master Chief can't kill her. So they just take her AI and they're like, oh, what if we just hack all the good stuff out and leave the bad one to die? That's his accent. Uh, oh, is that Master Chief? Yeah, that's what, what if like. we just hack all the bad stuff? You take off the helmet <laughs> and he gets rid of that gruff man. Hey, oh, has anybody it's thought a, about what we do with the voice, oh, voice modulator? Like Batman. <laughs> oh, this all makes because, sense. Because uh, when they recruited him, <laughs> he the actually has a really like, just really thick southern accent. This, this cannot be the man representing humanity. <laughs> hey, uh, where's the robots? <laughs> 
I don't it know also what that makes him is. more eloquent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, God, what is that? Oh, yeah. The, and then Cortana will live on in this new Cortana 2.0. And okay, but really, I'm going to take this pitch to our Snapchat team, and we're going to make it cool. I like it. I like it yeah. a lot. Cool. What this is the legacy I leave you, at IGN. That's incredible. <laughs> what characters sound like without their helmets on? That's really good. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, that's great. How do y'all? I'm gonna finish this fight. <laughs> I'm gonna finish this fight. So, small segue. I, prob- I promise this isn't gonna take very long. That's I started fine. watching a documentary last night about two men who fight over the ownership of a human leg. <laughs> Is it theirs? One of them, it was his leg. It got cut off. Okay. And the other one, by a long s- sequence of events, bought the leg without the first man knowing. So one of them bought the leg. The other one, it is his leg. So they're like fighting I mean, really, over who if you legally owns leg, the leg. Is it yours anymore? That's the thing. You lost the leg. That whole thing is if you love your leg, you can let it go. And if it loves you <laughs> he back, didn't it'll, 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 it'll it'll he, back, he lost his leg in a plane crash. His dad died in that same plane crash. So oh, the leg, leg was his dad. Oh, this oh, is just a story from Bio Commando. Damn it. No, this is actually Spoilers, a thing. It's who incredible. gets the leg? I don't know. I didn't finish it. But it's called uh, Finders Keepers. And they all have Ooh, that's just... That's a good name. I had a lot of trouble understanding the Southern Why did anyone buy a leg? What are you going to do he with a leg? He, he bought it in like a storage unit. This is... See, I tried to make that sure that it's fascinating. That doesn't make the answer any clearer. So it, like a storage unit was sold and the guy who owned the leg kept it in there and it was like... Was he buying a storage unit and like, man, this is great. I don't have well, so this, much storage. The guy was like, no, I'm going to... He was the kind of person who would resell junk. So like he... When the, the guy who owned the leg stopped paying for the storage unit, it lapsed. The whole thing was for sale, including everything inside it, which just so happened to include his leg. Time out. I lose my leg. What do I want it back for? I mean, because it makes you think of your dad. Apparently. Oh, you know what else does? Maybe a photograph you took at some point in your life or a memory of your dad. That simply won't do. There's no, none of my body parts make me think of my parents. So he like embalmed it and then put it in a tree for six months and then put it in. Put it in a tree? (laughs) For six months. Who are these people? This documentary is incredible. It sounds like it. It is. Uh, I guess we should get back to ostensibly talking about video games. So the whole reason I bring up Build 13 minutes into this podcast is that, uh, Mouse and keyboard support is coming to Xbox this summer. Mm-hmm. I imagine this is going to cause all sorts of problems, uh, given that when the update comes, because it's coming out alongside the Windows 10 anniversary update, which, like, it's, if you have Windows 10, it's free, adds a ton of new stuff, including, like, a bunch of HoloLens support and new Xbox features. One of them is uh, mouse and keyboard support, so you can play certain Xbox games with mouse and keyboard. And you look to the future, and it's like, well, okay, great. This makes sense with stuff like Halo Wars 2, which is an RTS that they're building for the ground up for both PC and Xbox One. Hooray. But then I start wondering, like, can I just play Call of Duty on Xbox with a mouse keyboard and destroy everybody on a console who cannot keep up? definitely a problem. So I thought the same, and I, I, I asked Phil Spencer about this, and his response was basically like, yes, that's a problem. I shipped Shadowrun. Like, I know these, I know these problems very yeah. well. And uh, basically, Phil was pretty explicit about, like, I don't want people to be forced, if they're using a gamepad, to play against somebody with an objective advantage. Hmm. I mean, that's that would entirely, you know, change the foundation of the Halo multiplayer, competitive multiplayer landscape. If there's, and he's very clear about that. You're watching controller multiplayer matches or you're watching mouse and keyboard multiplayer yeah, matches. Yeah, and, and his hmm. sort of response to that was he's, he played Rocket League on PS4, and you can see who you're up against if person's on PC if they're on uh, controller and ultimately like with Rocket League that's not as big of a problem as it is with a first person mm-hmm. shooter where body rotations are much quicker with a mouse and keyboard de facto like that is not even arguable so they want to create a system where you know developers would 
basically basically create filters or hoppers that sort of separate those audiences if they want to. Like you could opt in and be like, I don't care who I play against. Let's just let me play. But if you don't want to play against mouse and keyboard players, like you could opt out. Hmm. Like they don't want to put you in a position of like, ah, too bad, sucker. Hmm. Which is good because it sort of dispels the doom and gloom around like, wow, everything is ruined with mouse and keyboard gaming. But I also just wonder if this evolves. Like the biggest issue that I had with Destiny when that first came out, and I I should always mention that I haven't played the Taken King. I played it when it first came out. I haven't yeah. played it since it got better. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I always just wanted to be able to type to interact with people. It's like you would see people in the environments and never have any way of interacting with them. So what the hell is the point of it being an MMO? I could never talk totally. to anyone. Yeah, so that's I kind of the amazing utility of a keyboard. Yeah, if they'll think about integrating that into games oh, like The like Division or Destiny. Yeah. Into, just so you can chat. Or you can cool. proximity chat. Like, cause proximity just voice, proximity chat is really all it, I would want. Yeah, because yeah. it's big in the, in the Division. Proximity voice yes. in Dark Zone is super huge. So if you could do that in text, like, like an MMO, right? Like anyone in the city can hear you. Anyone on the block can read your, yeah. That'd be cool. your text. That's like, I hope that that happens. It would just, I don't know if there would be enough people playing on mouse and keyboard. Yeah. I don't know. Do you guys want to play Xbox games with mouse and keyboard? I mean, because of my wrist, no. So I have really crappy wrists. That's why you wear that, 400 wristbands? Yeah. yeah. That uh, got Power weak actually. from me my playing bad. The Witcher 3 too much on, thanks, Poland. on PC. And... Yeah, thanks, Poland. I think it was my fault. I don't know if it was the Polish. Polish. Oh, but you're all, you are Polish, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. We can blame Polish. That's fine. Uh, so it's fine. Uh, <laughs> but that is what screwed up my hands. So, like, the last thing that I would want is to spend more time playing games with. Oh, you played Witcher on PC? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Probably looked a lot better. No, I was just... Oh, no, no, no. I was interested the reason in I actually of... did was for mods. No, I knew uh, okay. I knew she hurt her wrist playing Witcher. I just always assumed it was with a controller. Is that a real thing? Your wrist is ruined because of Witcher? Yeah. How like what's wrong? Uh, my tendons, which are like yeah, connected to my thumb, yeah. are like it's like if you had a rope and you rubbed it back and forwards over a rock. Oh, it's like it's like my out. tendons just really frayed. Wow, yeah. really? Yeah, and it pops out all the time. Yeah, it's real. It'll gross. like pop to one side of the tendon, and I have to like pop it back to the Ooh. other side. <laughs> yeah, it's really gnarly. <laughs> it started off with my left hand, and then Holy I put a wrist brace on that, and then that one was fine. And because I was overcompensating with my right hand, it went to my right hand. I had some like weird carpal tunnel stuff for a while. Probably A, because of Dota, but B, also uh, biology. Mm. Uh, so Goldfarb bought me a carpal tunnel wristband that I didn't know how to use, and I ended up just hurting my wrist <laughs> by putting it on, because it's literally just a piece of plastic that like L-shapes around your wrist, mm. and then it's a band. If it's too tight, like it cuts off circulation, but it's supposed to be tight so you don't bend your wrists. Uh, so you, take care of your hands, people. Yeah, take care I had your, this take problem care with your body. this one when I was using the, the wrist brace. I had so much muscle deterioration that afterwards I couldn't even like open a bottle. Like... It's Jesus. it's really not fun. So yeah, a mouse and keyboard screwed me up. But I think like I feel like I might be an anomaly. That's I don't I think that's uncommon. It's usually that controllers would hurt people more than a mouse and keyboard. <laughs> Guns also hurt people more. Is that true? I have very strong hands. People hurt people. That's tr- no people no. don't hurt people. It's the gun's fault. No, the gun. Oh. The gun. Does yeah. It. Yeah. The bullet. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, make I, America great again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm I as somebody who plays a lot of games on PC, primarily on PC, Xbox podcast. Uh, <laughs> I like this a lot, but I also wonder what even with like something like Halo Wars, it's like it's designed for Xbox and PC, presumably from the ground up for both. Otherwise, why do it? Like, there's still an innate advantage to hotkeys, and your yeah. actions per minute are going to be way faster. But I don't know. Maybe that's not the kind of game it is. I wonder how this will affect Smite. Oh, yeah. yeah, honestly. 
dramatically. Because like, the UI is so much more rapid and convenient and usable on PC. And they did a really good I mean, job on console. It's just exactly. everything. Yes. It's like, man, that'll change stuff. Like you just can't you cannot navigate that store or that environment or your attacks as efficiently as you can on PC. Yeah. Huh. I also wonder if it's up to every developer or if you can mm, assign buttons and keys like maybe W is up on my analog stick or whatever. But it's also that like the reason that I've always preferred console is for the comfort of playing console games. It's like sitting on a couch, laying on a bed, just a controller. It's very easy to do. And I wonder if like a lot of Xbox players feel the same way that they like you have to modify your setup sure. to have to be a PC basically. Yeah. So what's the point? Why not just play on PC? So I wonder if like this will really take off that much. Probably not, but it's it's one of those things like I've wanted it and I'm glad it's happening even if I use it once or twice. I definitely mm-hmm. hope that it we get like chat and MMOs with it. But that that's one thing. Yeah, that that'd I, be cool. I feel like Xbox is missing. Right yeah. now you can use a keyboard to just type messages and stuff, but you obviously can't use it for games. Yeah. So if you're worried about doom and gloom, PC gaming is going to ruin your Xbox gaming. Have no fear. Life is good. Everything oh. is fine. Whoa. Uh, oh. That was a that was quite That's the a emotional roller coaster of a sentence. Conflicting <laughs> series of, of messages. Also, we all end You're up welcome. dead in the end. That's true. Yeah, everyone well, dies alone. That is true. Um life is suffering. But these guys are still arguing about who owns the leg. <laughs> Final Fantasy fifteen. We know a bunch of details via uh, an unfortunate leak ahead of the announcement. Mm-hmm. of its release date at the so, yeah. Uncovered event, which is we're as we record tonight. Yeah, so we're recording this uh, Wednesday afternoon. The Uncovered event is Wednesday night. Um, 99% of you will hear this podcast after the yeah, more details so, have come out. Yeah, so, I mean, there's a bunch of things we are not talking about because we don't know what those things are. But, um, yes, so Final Fantasy XV's release date is uh, September 30th, which uh, is sort of, I think a lot of us sort of predicted something around then, a late summer uh early fall thing i was hoping for a little bit earlier um if only because uh although october isn't fully fleshed out yet i have no doubt that every week in october and november is going to be hit with a giant game as it is literally i mean like the last week of august through february is sort of a nightmare totally like i was happy with (laughs) when uh metal gear came out like september 9th i think or early September. Something like that, yeah. Like, and so it gave me enough time to play a ton of it before the fall deluge. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I'm super stoked. And then, uh, yeah, I think they've said that the game is 40 to 50 hours. Uh, that sounds really cool. And then also, what else was in the, the, uh, the I'm the trying demo? to bring it up because I just realized that I, real, I uh, none of us are capable enough of uh, remembering. No, uh, the, there's a, a demo that uh, is is also yes. being released uh, as of probably right now when you're listening to it. The demo yeah. is available. Yeah, and if you play it, you get the Carbuncle summon in Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. And that is the only way to get Carbuncle, which is Which is kind of cool. cool that uh, there's a hmm. demo that sort of has... There's the reason to play this is that you get a cool Carbuncle summon. And he's like a nice green rabbit with a diamond in his head, and he casts cool reflections. Carbuncle is a word that sounds a lot more unpleasant than that. A carbuncle? Carbuncle? A carbuncle is what it's called when uh, you lose your virginity in the back seat of a car. No. Oh, I like that, though. Yeah. Is, that, is that real? No. No, it's Mitch. not real. No. Oh, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I haven't played Final Fantasy since 9, Yeah. and I think I might actually play this one. Yeah, I mean, everything about it looks awesome so yeah. far. Did you play the Dusk Guy demo? from last year yeah. so Dusk Guy um, I love that demo really I basically good. haven't interacted with Final Fantasy oh since gosh. 9 That's you crazy. should probably just not play this demo then well you should just to get the summon but oh no 13 no I played I played a bit of 13 Don't do never that. mind then but yeah. I didn't like it Fabula Nova Crystallis oh why did peace. I all that I don't Aww. know sweet memories of a massive waste of your time yeah 
Except for the cosplay I got out of that. Yeah. I did a lightning cosplay for Final Fantasy XIII. It was very fun. <laughs> All right. Everything else about that character is trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I liked her in, in Lightning Returns. She returned. That's true. She did. Oh, she did was, Lightning she, return? Yeah, she was gone. Titular hero Lightning was gone for Final Fantasy XIII too, but then she returned oh. for Lightning Returns. Incredible. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> Play as a young Noctis in the demo for Final <laughs> Fantasy XV. No, good. Thank That's, you. Uh, yeah, brought up some details. Okay. Uh, so basically the demo exists to show up the final visuals and combat system. Mm -hmm. uh, you get the carbuncle summoned for finishing the demo, and the demo is focuses on a young Noctis mm -hmm. uh, in an adventure through a dream world of Noctis's creation. Oh. So definitely a uh, it's demo in that it's hey here's the game but it also seems like it's not part of the main game it's not like oh here's the first hour and a half that's what uh, Dusk Guy was also yeah it's it was... a separate sort of side story yeah teaser for what's to like come. the whole thing about Dusk Guy is your car breaks down and you're sort of it's like three hours trying to fix your car um, mm. while killing monsters and ghouls and whatnot uh, but it, evidently in the game it'll just be sort of very quickly yeah. gloss over that and I'm sure that area will be there in some capacity but modified and. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was just a cool way to see, like, I don't know, I'm curious to see how long this is, if it has, like, a boss, what the content is. Sure, if we're going to see replayable. a new summon, because uh, they added in Ramu at the end of yeah. the, the, um, the Sky I summon. imagine Carbuncle will just be Oh, yeah, that's right. I, don't I know. mean, surely there'll be new summons. Yeah. Oh, no, we mean in the demo. In the demo. Oh, in the demo. Yeah, like, no, in the game. I mean, we know, like, there's, like, the summons are all sort of, like, gods in the game, and so they're yeah. very big and scary. and yeah, Super scary. Ramu yeah. is a big, big, scary old man. <laughs> big, giant, naked man who shoots lightning bolts at your, your fun little boys. That was a terrible sentence. Yeah, that was a really bad, bad sentence. Bad sentence. I'm not going to say that one again. I'm going to just end this topic right there. Uh, unless you have anything else to add, Marty. No, I'm very excited for this event. I'm very proud of our friends Greg and Tim for getting to host that event. Me too. Oh, that's right. I saw a tweet about that this morning. One, a full tweet? Uh, 144 characters? Yeah. 140, isn't it? No, 144, dude. Oh. In America, you get four extra characters. Isn't it? 44? What? Freedom! How many characters? Are you being serious right now? How many characters are in a tweet? I, I literally don't know how many weeks are in a year. 52. I thought it was Damn 55. It, I was going to make him guess. I thought it was 55. I'm sorry. I ruined the joke. You got to stop jumping the gun. If Marty doesn't stop know something, like I just can't stop mansplaining. Make sure you ask. Yeah, stop I doing that. I just can't stop. Alonsplaining. That works. Yeah. Uh, I'll allow it. doesn't it. work well. It's fine. Uh, I miss Ryan. <laughs> me too. Uh, have either of you guys played Quantum Break at all? Yes. You played a little bit with me. Yeah, that's all I played. We played some Axie. That's it? You haven't played any? I haven't played any. I'm very excited, though. So uh, something you'll be very surprised to learn is that the TV show parts of that game mm -hmm. are not only not trash, but are really good. Mm. Uh, really? Yeah. How much, so how much yeah. can you guys talk about? So I didn't the, see any of that. She didn't see it, but the first episode. But you did get to see some of the aftermath of it. Yes. Uh, so the first episode focuses on a lot of the, the enemy corporation, Monarch, their people, and some of them maybe not being totally committed to Monarch. and having a changed perspective. Mm -hmm. And the cool thing is, like, in the first episode, a bunch of stuff happens, and it's actually, it, like, it looks cool, and it abides by a lot of the, the visual and thematic stuff going on in the game that you're doing. But it it's about people that are not superpowered. It's about people that are just people affected by whatever else is going on. But are they interesting people? Yes. Mm. At least to start. I wonder if they so will develop like video further. game characters are very rarely interesting. Yeah, and it, it, it's funny, because they take these characters who, at the very beginning, are, like, throwaway side characters is like oh here's the muscle here's the bad guy's muscle is he hot he's super hot sweet very hot wait which muscle which of mu his like muscles a muscle is man hot. like these oh, muscles. the muscle as in the muscle as not in, like, like we're looking thug. at his muscles no his, his quadriceps he, he is the thug the guy who will wreck you if you kind of get in the way yeah i don't want to fight uh, that dude. but <laughs> do i gotta write that down what 
you say an F word? I said, I don't want to fight that, man. All right, all right. I, heard, oh. I thought I heard an F word. Close one, y'all. No, I'm not, uh, swear. I'm not doing any cusses. You know, it, it, <laughs> he starts out as like a shallow, tough guy, but they really develop him as a person and somebody with a family and things to care about and motivations for doing what he does. Mm-hmm. And the people around him are the same way, where it's like, oh, here's the boring hacker archetype who, yeah. oh, he's kind of interesting for a lot of different reasons. So all I saw when we played Quantum Break was a little bit of the aftermath of that, but I guess I tried not to pay too much attention. So I should mention, if anyone wants to watch it, there's uh, two Let's Plays? Two. We did uh, the first like, 12, 15 minutes of Act 2, which is what you see immediately after the live-action show ends. And the, mm-hmm. it's cool, because in the, in the live-action show, you see there's this moment between two characters who are pointing guns at each other, and they blink, and they look down at their hands, and their guns are missing. Yeah. Because the main character has through a time stoppage taken their weapons and left and then in the game you get to see how that happens yeah so that's what I started seeing and then uh, there's another one where I tried the combat so I think those are both up on IGN right now but uh, mostly what I was fascinated by was watching the combat and I think the quantum break combat is is so much cooler than I thought it would be and it's also a very pretty looking game so it's like it looks like prototype infamous style but everything is based around time so one of them is a shield. I don't know how a time shield works, but it yeah. sucks bullets. And another one you just is pop like pop a little bubble around you and it absorbs uh, damage. I imagine uh, the back. second something hits the shield, it stops moving, or it slows down. Thus, bullets not hurting. I think you. it's that it stops moving, but only yeah, maybe only on the outside of the shield or something. But it's like the fact that they don't. It end pushes up just guys away too. Anyway. Like nothing gets in. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the others are. There's, there's one so there's that you that like throw like a bomb kind of thing. Yeah, you can uh, like you press the right bumper and you'll throw like an area of effect bubble that if guys are caught in it, you can then shoot bullets into, and it'll deal extra damage oh, nice. when it finally it explodes and it stacks the bullets and does a ton totally of damage. Dirty bombs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Or you can at a certain point you unlock uh, a modified version of that where you charge it up and mm-hmm. it's like a giant, bigger AOE thing that just instantly kills everybody in it. It's mm-hmm. like a cool dash. Like, it's it's really fun. I it's hate very, using that word, but it's just very yeah. fun. Yeah, it it's fast. Yes, it? yes, and that's really why fast. it's cool. It's because it's very active. It's, it's very also like aggressive. it's a cover-based shooter that, yeah. that has you have superpowers effectively, but it's also that the cover-based shooting, even when your powers are recharging, is also very good. Yeah, and it just it never feels like a stop and pop shooter. Like, yeah, and he does auto cover. Like you don't have to press a button to cover. He just like as soon as you're knows. near cover, which I covers. love because I think I if really it, like that. I think if it was a press A Gears of War cover game, then you would spend a lot more time in cover. Because it would yeah, feel right. like you're supposed to be there. Because you have to, yeah. Whereas here, he just kind of slides in and out of it naturally. So you can walk by a stack of whatever concrete, and he'll crouch behind it. But that gives you the opportunity to sort of, like, freeze a guy behind you, dash toward a guy in front of you, bump him with your shoulder, put a couple bullets into him, put a couple bullets in the guy behind you who's still frozen, shoot a time blast out of somebody else, use a shield to protect you, yourself. You feel incredibly cool. But yeah. at no point does it feel too easy. Like, I don't think you feel overpowered. You just feel damn cool. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, you know, prototype is, I keep referring to that because I really liked that game. But that's a, a game where you, were the one. you felt cool, <laughs> but you also felt like just too, you, you were too strong. It was, it was dumb. Yeah, you're pretty much just wrecking trash models. Also had yeah. a terrible story. But uh, I didn't like Alan Wake, so I was I just what? Assu- you're a monster. I wow! I just Wait. assumed that I wouldn't like Quantum Break. Alana doesn't like scary things. What didn't you like? Incorrect. About Alan Wake? I'm very curious. I've never heard anybody say I didn't like Alan Wake. <sighs> really? Yeah, yeah, I get no, no, pretty no, I'm super aggressive curious. about Alan Wake. <laughs> uh, I firstly hate Alan, and the fact that he's like, 
oh, I should probably go walk up that ladder. Like, just stop <laughs> telling me what to do. Like, let me okay. find the ladder. I totally get that. You are being that. condescending. And then it would be like, my stupid wife went missing. Like, then I'm not going to help you find her. Like, if you don't care, then why would I help you find her? And then there's, like, the two-step combat, which is, like, aim your stupid crappy torch and then shoot. And all of that was just, like, okay, after this part... This part it was just infuriating. Like there were parts of that game that I liked, but for the most part, I just <laughs> found Alan so insufferable. But that I hated every minute I had to spend with him. That's fair. Th that was most most of the game was spent. The combat with was bad, long. also. Like what was good about it, really? Flashlights. Flashlights were. Cool. Was that really good? Uh, I think flashlights. It was were annoying. Very cool. Axes. Just... Yeah, Light bulbs. The axe was neat. I the one I like part, the one part that I liked yeah. the most was the asylum. Yeah, that's like one of the best. Anything. It's like that, that's the one where that game felt like a Hitman game to me, where it's like I'm yeah, not but I, killing I was also anything for a while. It, you know, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Like I really liked that part of that game, but for the most part, I just didn't think there was really anything good about it. So, uh, so I didn't think I would like Quantum Break because I didn't like okay. Alan Wake. So I had really low expectations. But of what I have seen of Quantum Break, I really like it. I really want to play it. But at the same time, uh, our videos have gone up on the IGN YouTube, and a lot of the comments of people saying like, this looks crap. And really? Right? Wow. And like, I don't know why. I don't uh, either. I'm not Maybe sure what people aren't like. Well, I actually or wanted it's an if, Xbox One exclusive. That's exactly what I was thinking. Because a lot of the comments are like, Uncharted looks better. And like, oh, okay. a completely not, different a conversation game looks now. better. Yeah. Like, how can you even compare those two yeah, things? Yeah, Uncharted looks what? awesome too. You can yeah. like more than one thing totally in a Totally no. different things. But like, I think that it. You just like Marvel movies. <laughs> uh, I think that it might be. Yeah, because it's an Xbox One exclusive, but at the same time, if anyone's listening to this and they don't like the way Quantum Break looks, I would be genuinely curious to hear why, because... Me too. I, I didn't see anything Everything really I see from the game is super pretty. Yeah. I don't know how it plays, but it looks super pretty. So, it plays uh, fun. In Acts 2, which Alana and I played, there is a... Uh, and throughout the game, there's all these collectibles that you can find, like narrative objects. One of them we found... Uh, I found this with my girlfriend, and we just we couldn't stop laughing at how amazing this thing was. It's an email from one uh, employee of the Monarch Company, the Bad Guys Company, to a superior who he obviously has a crush on, and it's called My Screenplay. And he wants her to read his screenplay that he wrote. And when you read the screenplay, it becomes very clear this screenplay is very clearly based on his life, and he's the hero. His name's Bruce, and so is the main character. <clears throat> and she's very obviously the love interest. And the head of Monarch, the villain of the game, is very clearly the bad guy of the yeah. script. So it's a really funny parallel, um, and Alana and I had a really good idea. Mostly Alana had a really good idea where uh, I transcribed this, and we're going to do a live reading of this. We're going to do, do a little performance for you guys. That's really good. Right? It's so big. It is pretty big. How many so, characters oh, are there? Jesus Christ. Oh, no. Sorry, I ripped off your page one. These okay. are double-sided. Everyone has a script with highlighted lines. Aww. This is your script one, and then you're going to transition to the <laughs> one when okay. you change characters. Okay. So wait, hey, do I, Don't read ahead. Okay. So, Marty has not read this. Alana has not read this. I showed Alana. She had an idea instantly that we need to do a dramatic reading. Okay, so this is the script that is a collectible inside of Quantum Break that a yes. character in Quantum Break wrote. who is to try to win over a girl. And as someone who's written many scripts, don't use a script to try to win over don't a girl. Don't do that. I did that in Didn't freshman work. year of college. Great. Nope. How'd that go? Not a very good script. Uh, so I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to narrate this. In okay. that I'm going to read the stage directions. I'm going to read everything else. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll have a couple small character parts. Why am I Bruce and not lady scientist? Marty is, because we need a lady to play the lady scientist. Uh, also, it's for narrative reasons, Marty. Back in Romeo and Juliet times. Yes. Good. Great. So uh, Marty's going to play the part of Bruce. Alana is going to play the part of Lady Scientist, mm -hmm. and maybe some mystery characters mm -hmm. come up. 
All right. So, dumb so this already. is this is my screenplay. Act one. Interior. Office. Night. Bruce Savage stands in his office. He's sexually attractive. <laughs> Somebody knocks on Bruce's door and he opens it. It's a scientist lady. She looks like a librarian with glasses, but she is actually a scientist. You can tell because she has a lab coat. Help me. Okay. Take this knife because some bad officers are trying to steal it and it is very important. Okay. What is your name, handsome? I'm Bruce. Let's shake hands. Bruce and the lady scientist shake hands. Wow, you almost broke my hand with that handshake. You're definitely a tough guy. <laughs> How is this real? This is in the game? Yes. Do not break character. It's very important that you stay in it, Marty. Get your face. Get your face on. Your okay, this is you. <sighs> you broke my flow. <sighs> She's impressed with Bruce's strength. Mm -hmm. She looks at his large biceps yep. like they are delicious pieces of ham, but she doesn't want to eat them. <laughs> Here is the knife. The lady scientist hands Bruce the knife. It looks mostly like a knife, but also like a time machine because it is both a knife and a time machine. But Bruce doesn't know that yet. <laughs> Goons break through the windows oh, no. and shoot the scientist no. lady. She Avenge dies. Me. Okay. Bruce kills the goons with his legs by doing lots of kicking at them. Who's but are they his legs or someone else's legs? By doing lots of kicking at them. They are dead real quick. Looks like I got the Leg up on you guys. Leg up is in all caps. <laughs> the audience probably laughs here, so Bruce waits to deliver his next line for around five seconds so that everyone is calmed down. What's so special about this knife? Bruce stabs the knife into his chair. His chair disappears. The chair disappeared. He looks at a picture on the wall, which is a big photograph from 1932 with lots of people <laughs> from 1932 in it. <laughs> Bruce's chair is in the picture. Interesting. My chair traveled back in time to 1932 when I stabbed it. When I stab things, they travel through time. That explains why this knife, this knife looks like a knife, but is also like a time machine, because it is both. <laughs> this is incredible. It's so good. Bruce's real goofy friend from across the... <laughs> Bruce I read it. I'm sorry. Stop reading it. Bruce's real goofy friend from across the hall runs into the room. He trips on something on the floor. His name is Slobo. He isn't as fat as his name sounds. Ah, yeah. That is Slavo's catchphrase. <laughs> and he says it in a real funny way. Bruce, you saved my life. The scientist lady was only faking being dead. Are you married? Only to my job. I find that attractive, but also respectable. She kisses Bruce's cheek. What about my cheek? Aw, man. That is Slobo's other catchphrase. Not my typo. <laughs> Which he says in a different, but equally funny way. Mm -hmm. Bruce waits a few seconds for the audience to stop laughing <clears throat> and start speaking. Wait. Those lips were man lips, not women lips. Bruce pulls off the scientist lady's wig. She is actually Bruce's boss, Paul Marine. Plot twist of the century. I didn't see this coming at all. Paul Marine is a douche. <laughs> it's in the script. My boss, but why? Oh, this is a soliloquy. Oh, yeah. Alana, you're Paul Marine now. Oh, am I? It's time I'm for Paul a script Marine. change. I wanted you to kill those guys because they wanted me dead. I knew you were real tough, so you could kill them easy, but I don't respect you as an employee, so I've always made you do the shitty jobs, even though you're working at my company more than most of the other guys and you're real smart. I also don't like you because my girlfriend finds you sexually attractive. Now I understand. Give me the time knife back. Paul Marine snaps his fingers and 73 goons surround Bruce. You can't kill 73 goons, so just give up. I don't have time for this. Bruce stabs himself with the Ooh. knife and disappears. He traveled through time using the time knife. 
Bruce opens the door. He is now twice as jacked. <laughs> You're even more sexually attractive. How is this possible? I stabbed myself and traveled to the past and trained with all kinds of martial arts to become even stronger. I also strapped explosives into everyone's boots in the past so that when I press this detonator, you will all explode. Oh, yeah. I'm glad I have stocks in this company. Why? Because business is booming. Bruce presses the detonator. All 73 goons blow up like eggs in a microwave. Palmarine doesn't explode. Luckily, I used my metal detector this morning and found the explosives, so I switched <laughs> boots with somebody else. Say, Slobo, whose boots are you wearing? No! Slobo explodes. <laughs> my best friend. You'll pay for this. You don't want to stab me with that time knife. Why not? Because I'm actually you from the future. That doesn't make any sense. Yes, it does. <laughs> Remember that... <laughs> Got him. Remember that the time... <laughs> Remember that the time knife is also a time machine. I'm you from the future, but I stab myself with the time knife in order to come back here and do all of this. But we don't look the same. This is a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you brought it up. First, I time travel 700 years into the future to a time where humans have created advanced technology that allows surgeries that completely change people's faces and bodies. That's just now. I had this surgery performed so that you wouldn't be able to recognize Literally me. Literally the movie face off And I'm this. actually you in disguise. I can prove it because I know many things about you. Like what? You have a birthmark on your left ankle. I do have a birthmark on my left ankle. I'm starting to believe you now. You should. Because <laughs> even though I have a new body, I kept the birthmark on my ankle so that when I met you, I can prove <laughs> That I was actually you from the future. I will show you. Paul lifts up the leg of his pants, but there is no birthmark. Oh. Instead, there is an ankle holster for a gun. Paul pulls out the gun and aims it at Bruce. I was lying this whole time. I'm not actually, I'm not actually you. I was just saying all of that so I could get my gun. Son of a bitch. Also in the future, I melted the time knife and it turned into bullets. Those bullets are now in this gun, which means that I can... I can shoot you, but also send you through time all at once. Finally, you will be out of my way so that I can marry my girlfriend, Sophine, later today before you are able to tell her that I'm a real shitty guy. Sophine? Sophine. S-O-F-I-N-E? So, so fine. Oh. That's so bad. That's so bad. I didn't know you were getting married today. I know. My... 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 My girlfriend, Sophie, made an invitation for you because she admires you and thinks you're attractive, but I destroyed the invitation oh, and then lied to her and said I gave it to you at That's work. That's not cool. But now I am here to give you a different invitation. To what? To your funeral. Paul Marine shoots at Bruce. Slavo jumps in front of Bruce. Didn't he die? No! Slavo wasn't actually dead. Oh. He jumps in front of the bullets and is shot several times. Now he's actually dying. Avenge me! Okay. Bruce goes to attack Paul Marine, but now Paul Marine has disappeared. He's gone. Slavo is dying on the ground, covered in blood. His body is red like a hot dog covered in ketchup. <laughs> you must stop the wedding. You are totally a better guy and clearly more attractive than Paul. You should be dating his girlfriend, Sophine. Slavo dies. Bruce just sits there. <laughs> you all right? Let's get that again. Bruce just sits there next to Slavo for a while because many people will be crying at this point. He eventually gets up. Looks like I'm going to a wedding after all. He holds out the time knife. Somebody's got to cut the cake. Cut the cake means he's going to kill Paul. <laughs> the audience will understand because of the way the actor says it. It's a real intense moment. Bruce puts on his shades. End of act one. Incredible. Proud to know, proud to know all of you. I am 
this a this was a, a very good surprise. I did not expect any Incredible. of this. Incredible. Also, are the other acts in the game uh, embargoed? Embargoed information. I think my favorite line is, "You're even more sexually attractive." How is this How possible? Is this <laughs> possible? <laughs> Said by Paul Marine. I love that every time it describes something in the notes, the character says it as well. It's oh, so good. Really good. Really good. It is, yes, uh, it's absolutely amazing. And this so, is a thing you can completely gloss over and miss. Yeah, 100%. So this is like an email inside of... It is an in-universe email sent by an employee about the villain of the game. And so maybe there's more to find. It's beautiful. Maybe there's an act two. I hope there is. And I hope there's an act three. And I hope they actually make this film. And I hope we get cast. Uh, well, after that riveting performance, I don't know how Sam Lake and Coke can not just give us the jobs. That's true. Mm-hmm. Sam Lake and Coke? And Coke. Sam, Le- Sam Lake and Coca-Cola. Sam Leg? Sam Whose leg, leg is it? Whose leg is this? <laughs> Nobody knows keepers. yet. Who owns the leg? Uh, we need to finish Finders Keepers and yeah. Tells. Thank you all for indulging me on this ridiculously dumb endeavor. That was really good. a dumb script yeah. in a great game. Uh, we should wind down. Well, That's how do we how topics. do we wind down, Mitch? This is your last episode of Unlocked. Yeah, how many? How many do you remember what your first episode was? I have no idea. I think Goldfarb told me he was on like. Well, Anthony was on your first one. That was a long yeah, time ago. Yeah, it was like him and Anthony on like fifty nine or something. So almost two hundred. Yeah, it's like almost it's four, it's years, four ago. years. Yeah, That's yeah. Makes insane. Sense. That's a lot it's of podcasts. Crazy. I've done a lot of these dumb things. Yeah, you have like a favorite. Great. Oh God. Like favorite moments aside from this, obviously. No, this is the top. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is that's why you leave. We spoke about it just Uh, moment later. Man, I still think like the the Dookie battle with Destin in 2015. That was a real good good highlight. Do you not know about this? No. So the Dookie is the. It sounds uh, like a name for a poop. Is the it does, and (laughs) it's a great album, Uh, and it it is the D U K I E as in the Duke, the original Mm -hmm. Xbox controller. It is the trophy for the trivia contest that we do on Podcast Unlocked. And if you win the Dookie, you are the champion of the year. Hmm. Destin won 2015 because I was ahead. But Destin was angry that I got ahead by calling in from Canada while on vacation. Yeah. And I got a point. And he was like, that's not okay. That's incredible. So when I got back, and everyone else, including Ryan, was like, no, it's totally okay. It's totally okay. But I told Destin, like, you know what, fine. I'll be, I'll be your charity, and I will give you that point back. And he had, we had a tiebreaker round. Ooh. And it was very dramatic. Mm-hmm. And Destin won. Yeah. I'm so sorry. What was the question? Uh, I think I got stumped on one of the. It was like, uh, it was. I remember the answer was Baldur's Gate, but I don't remember the question. I mean, well, there were two questions, and you yep. got the first one right, and so you, in theory you beat him twice. Mm. But then but you were we like, all going. right, we could do one more question. And like I gave him a second charity. Wow. Well, very, you won for being charitable. the most charitable. Yeah. Your prize is that you forced back to Canada. Uh, that's true. That's why I'm leaving. Is because I lost. And the paperwork has finally been completed now that I've failed to uh, accomplish Dookie victory. It turns out the Dookie is the only thing that allows you to stay in America if you are a foreigner. And so that's why Destin is staying and that. I am not. Yes, Wait, that's that's I, have to, I have to try and win that? Yeah. yeah. Oh. So yeah, Destin's already got like zero points this year because he's really terrible at trivia mm-hmm. and defending himself when he's not here. Steve Gaynor has zero points. That's true. I Nathan Vella has points. one. You also have zero points. Nathan Vella has one. Yeah. You know. So there's that. Is Nathan Vella going to be sent back to Canada? <laughs> That's why he's not here. <laughs> um, he's on his way right now. No, it's it's it's. I feel like we already did a goodbye thing and beyond, but it's going to be very sad not to have you in the office. Yeah, yeah. and I'm going to be sad not to do this every week. Yeah. Like doing the show is like a ton of fun. Like it, mm-hmm. I just get to sit in a room and dick around with my friends and read stupid scripts and talk about video games for mm-hmm. an hour plus. It's every a very week. good script. How dare you? <laughs> Sorry, you're right. Bruce is a, a real artist. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but you're you're gonna you're, you're still gonna go do video game things. 
We can do video game things. I can't talk about what no. yet, but yeah, um, things. I'll be doing video game things. Uh-huh. You just won't see uh, what I'm doing for a when while. When you get to say, can we at least say that it's really freaking cool. It was a cool thing. And I get, I get to do a cool thing that I am excited about, and everyone around me is excited about. Yeah. Even though it's like terrifying, and I have to leave, and it's mm-hmm. all very sad, but mm-hmm. it's going to be cool. Uh, I don't know when I'll be able to say. I feel like you're understating you it. This is, you, what you're doing you is amazing. When I start, yeah, you can announce, mm-hmm. yeah. But what I'm doing, yeah, I think. So I guess follow Mitch on Twitter for updates. I'm at Mitch D on at Twitter. Mitch you can follow me there for all of my current and future endeavors. I don't think I have anything really big in the works. Uh, some well, stuff watch out Quantum Break. Let's play. Yeah, watch our Quantum Break. Let's play. Check out some of the let build us know what you think. We did. I really yeah. do want to hear yeah. why people don't like totally. it. Totally. Yeah, we're live streaming Mitch's exit interview on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna periscope it. <laughs> Should be really interesting. Uh, follow Marty on Twitter at McBiggity. Two G's, two T's. Yeah. You worked on a couple features this week, I think. Yeah, a couple You're features. You're dying. All busy. the yes, yeah, so busy. Uh, all the Final Fantasy stuff that is probably up by now. Uh, we're gonna have full breakdown of everything that went on at the Uncovered event. Uh, if this <coughs> demo is real. Uh, Goldfarb and I are going to play through it. Nice. Mm-hmm. I'll be good. All sorts of stuff. Alonzo, you are at Charlonazard. I'll let you, you figure out how to spell at C-H-A-R-A. You're the most famous Chara. Chara? Suck it, Chris, Chris Charla. Charla. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's like, <laughs> it's I mean, that could be completely wrong, but whatever. It's, it's Charla as it comes up. Uh, at the moment, we, we just launched a VR channel mm-hmm. at IGN, which is youtube.com slash IGN VR, which I'm really excited about. Uh, there's one thing that I'm hoping to do this week, which is sit in VR for as long as I possibly can, like hopefully literally from nine to five, not leave, and um, document how I feel about that afterwards. So check out that channel. So much uh, at you. We're gonna throw so many things at you. Well, someone's gonna have to feed me. Don't mess with people in VR. It's the worst. Someone's gonna have to feed me. Here, take this burrito. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, burrito. Of all the foods to feed someone while they're playing VR, it's burrito. It's a food tube. But pizza pizza also makes me very sick. Really? Yeah, dude. Can't eat pizza. No, you can eat pizza. You just eat too much of it. I can just only eat one pizza. Like one, one slice. <laughs> there are strange, one whole pizza. strange character traits about you, and I'm sad that I'm leaving before I get to discover them all. <laughs> but also, we shouldn't be talking about that on this podcast. Like, tell me more about your digestion system. YouTube.com slash IGNVR is that channel. Yes, uh, very Don't forget excited. to watch this show on any of the apps you can download. <laughs> iOS, uh, Xbox, PS4. What else do we have? Roku. Roku. Apple TV. Some good apps. The Jaguar. <laughs> your 3DO. Maybe we'll have an NX app. Uh, that would be nice. That would be really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, the IGN Xbox app is actually pretty good. So yeah, all right. I would encourage people to check that out. Well, mm-hmm. thank you all for joining me for Podcast Unlocked, episode two thirty nine. Hopefully, the camera is recording because GarageBand has stopped. <laughs> what an appropriate way to end my final show with this whole thing just going out like it Beautiful. always does. Beautiful. Ah, the podcast Mac. Hopefully, they'll fix it in my absence. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. I'll miss you all. I love you. Thank you guys. Thank you, Mitch. I'll miss and love you the most. Aww. Bye, friends. He looked at me when he said that. (laughs) Dang. See ya. Not what I'm... Classic Bruce. (laughs)